0: Welcome to the Time, everyone. Today I'm joined by the lovely Suki. We're going to be talking about something that's super deep and important to us, which is the farmers' protest in Diddley, India. I do want to add that the farmers' protest is extremely peaceful and is the largest protest in history. So Mm -hmm. before we dive right in, Suki, I wanted to start by introducing yourself. And what are you drinking today? Oh, yes, yes. I'm drinking jaw. Can you see what this is, what
1: this says? Lucky power. I'm it? definitely
0: going to buy that. I have a balance yes. day one right now. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But
0: <laughs> I'm Suki,
1: everyone. Um, I went to San Jose State, graduated, and now
0: I'm working full time. And yeah, happy to be here. Great. So this is going to be a heavy topic and lots of discussion and information so before we go into the specifics we wanted to explain a summary of the three laws the government wants to deregulate farmers control on goods commodities and prices so they want to bring in private investors private buyers to take out the middleman and help control prices buy produce etc and the reason why farmers are protesting is because Farmers are losing a lot of control on everything, basically, and private investors are essentially going to dominate these farmers. And yes. another option or another point that um, Suki can bring up is about the minimum price that isn't going to be allowed anymore.
1: Right, right. So basically, right now, as it stands, farmers go ahead and um, trade or sell their crops to Mondays or government regulated markets, right? So with that, they're guaranteed like a minimum wage, a minimum support price that they're guaranteed to. Um, So with these new laws, what they're saying is though we're not gonna take away these Mondays, um, we will give you a second option and that will be to you know, um, go ahead and sell your crop to the private buyer. So eliminating the middleman, basically, like Amy just said. But when you do that, and if you think about it in the beginning, obviously, there's going to be more incentive to sell to the private buyer, because they're in order to, you know, attract more flow that way, they're going to give you probably good you know, prices in the beginning until mm-hmm. the um, government-regulated Mondays completely died down. And like then it. it's, you know, and then the private um, corporations have more of the power to, and they can do whatever they want once they have enough um, security and mm-hmm. people coming their way, you know, they're going to abuse that. And there's yep. nothing in these bills that say that that's not going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they're not even willing to put that. In um, paper. Yep. So it's just yeah. like.
0: <laughs> yeah. And to add to that, so just like Siki said, these farmers are going to be explo- uh, exploited. So one of the uh, key points that they left out, as Siki mentioned, is so yes, in the beginning, these private buyers are obviously going to provide more money for these farmers to sell to them rather than the Mundi's government related But by six months one year and two years in the, into the future these private buyers are going to start decreasing the amount of money that they're going to be giving farmers because as zuki mm-hmm. mentioned perfectly these private buyers are going to dominate and they're going to control the prices the farmers etc so that's one of the main reasons why farmers are protesting because this is what is going to happen so All of the farming agriculture is gonna be converted into, um, essentially at some point, private investors are gonna turn into monopolies and they're gonna control everything and farmers are gonna be left to fend for themselves. And there's gonna be no government resources, no government regulations on these investors as well.
1: Right, right. And then they even go as far to say that you can't really, um, if it does get to a point where it's just like really bad, you can't even take it to court. (laughs) That's even more fucked up. Like you can't fight for this in Mm -hmm. court. Mm -hmm. There's no regulation behind this. It's just like here, you can have introducing the private um, corporations without any regulations. Like you can only imagine how much um, um, they can take advantage of that.
0: Yeah, 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 and one important thing to really point out is these laws were passed back in September 2020. So they didn't really know what the laws entailed and what that was going to do to their income, to their resources. So the Punjabi farmers in Punjab started protesting first, um, but they weren't getting listened to, they weren't being heard. So they walked from Punjab to Didley and started protesting. And that's kind of how it became a more of a... Indian farmers protest. So you have farmers from smaller states, um, Haryana and Uttar Pradesh that have a lot of farmers, and that's kind of how the the small farm or small protest in Punjab turn into kind of this national protest for farmers. Yeah, yeah. And I mean like so
1: much has happened between those months, you know, it's just so it's nice to see the impact of this as well because you know they they set up kitchens they set up hospitals they set up schools mm-hmm. for um everyone you know it didn't you don't have to be a protester to be attending or um you know being able to use those facilities mm-hmm. they even offered all of those um things to the police officers that yeah. were against them basically yep.
0: yes so mm-hmm. This is a perfect segue. Um, So a lot of the state police men, they started turning the peaceful protest into violent protest by inciting violence. They started throwing tear gas. Um, I think a lot of you have seen the um, older gentlemen, older Kassan, or Kassans are farmers. I'm probably going to refer to them. Um, And so, Kate, would you like to show your sweater? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um so I'm probably gonna start saying Kassans, but Kassans are just farmers in Punjabi and Hindi. So mm-hmm. um uh, a policeman hit a Kassan and he had a scar here. And um so that's that's how these protests have turned violent because the policemen are starting to hit all of the farmers, all the peaceful farmers. And Siki mentioned a lot of them. There's actual videos of them eating the lunger, the food that these protesters prepared, and then within the same hour, within the same two hours, they're hitting them and creating yeah. all this violence. Yeah. I mean, their protesters are met with, like, water cannons,
1: um, tear gas, even bullets. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's it's also sick to see that... Um, you know, like there's doctors on site, and the the same very doctors that are helping like sons are also helping, um, the police officers as well, right? But then they were also attacked. So it's just I don't know. There's so much happening, and yeah, it's not being handled right.
0: Yeah, and also, um, I think with every news outlet, you people get their information fund, you have to take it with a grain of salt, because, I mean, obviously, all the media outlets in India are controlled by Modi, so definitely do not watch any Hindi news. Anything in Hindi, don't watch it, because it's all, you know, state propaganda. (laughs) It's fake. They spread lies. It's misinformation, and it's really painting farmers as terrorists. I mean, they called them terrorists. So Mm -hmm. that's how you know it's completely false. And calling them villains and, you know, uh, they're the ones who are uh, creating violence in the country. And even U.S. outlets, there's, I think I read two New York Times articles that basically painted uh, farmers, protesters, as villains and Modi as the victim. And that was really, really, really upsetting to read because New York Times, you would assume like, oh, wow, it's a credible, like, well-known, you mm-hmm. know, journalism, like, it's true journalism, you would think that, but um, it's not, so definitely take it with a grain of salt, and pay attention to where, you know, a lot of these sources come from, and watch out, because you just can't really trust a lot of them, because it's a lot of misinformation, and the Indian state police have Um, thrown a lot of journalists in jail, and uh, Mm -hmm. Twitter has actually blocked a few of them as well from reporting. So,
1: yeah, yeah, it's really unfortunate. Um, I picture like multimedia to be like Fox News to give like it's it's basically Fox News, all of these stupid ass conspiracy theories, you know, like they Mm -hmm. think all these celebrities that spoke out. Um, against oh the God. farmers' protests are being paid. Oh <laughs> <God>. What? <laughs> <Yeah. And laughs>
0: you know what I mean? It's it's just so disgusting because the links that they'll go to to you know like completely discredit what's really happening and change the narrative that you know we're the good people and we're doing all those great things and instead of like actually focusing on the issue, like why are these farmers protesting they're gonna you know um call out all of these people who are spreading awareness so instead of focusing on what's really happened in India they're saying like yeah let's just keep talking about outside people and why should they be talking about Indian politics which yeah. like, that's like completely what people do when they don't want you to focus on the real issue
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm they started attacking um like characters of people who were speaking out like i know gangana called rihanna uh, a porn star and yeah. then i know that a lot of the um pro-government um people also um found out about like Chris Brown and rihanna and you know the um, domestic violence that happened mm-hmm. in they were supporting it let's just take a second to like realize what the fuck yep. <laughs> you know like is these are things that and then they're burnt. they're taking to the streets they're burning pictures of like greta sunberg or <laughs> um, rihanna Mina harris like what are you yep. idiots doing <laughs> like what um i even saw like a caption somewhere where it said like brave men burn pictures of these women or something along those lines you know and she's like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be brave to do that gotta be an Mm -mm. idiot you know
0: and so yeah the uh misogyny in india is so so clear and it's not even these like uneducated boys you know in india but it all you know filters down from the very top. So you, we have, we're going to talk a little bit about Satangara Gavut and why she's so um, pivotal in the farmers' protest in the beginning because of the remarks she said. And it's really sad because when her tweet came out, Manu was talking about how progressive of an actress she was because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. she was in movies about, like, Uh, feminism and uh, women empowerment and, you know, kind of like um, crash the patriarchy and for her to say that it was just really upsetting. So, would you shine a little bit of light of why Sangran Vavit even came into the picture for the farmers protest?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that bitch because
0: she doesn't deserve 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 it.
1: She doesn't. But the reason why she came into this was because I believe she tweeted out against um, um, a elderly um, Punjabi woman who was protesting and basically said that isn't basically said isn't this the same like old lady that was paid to like be or protesting somewhere else. I don't remember the exact details. Mm So yeah. But I know that it was something along those lines. She tweeted out against like an elderly person who, in mm-hmm. fact, was not who she was, uh, who Kangana thought she was. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that she really apologized. But then I, um, it, it doesn't matter. It that's how it started, and then that's how Doji tweeted back, like, "How dare you say that about someone who's so elderly and is basically a mother to like all of us?" You know, it's mm-hmm. like she's like. A be to all of us. So yep. yeah, just how dare you? And then who does that? Like, who does that? Why are you going to go out and attack like an elderly? There's no common sense to it. But then every single... That's how it started. And it was just mm-hmm. a big, like, back and forth between the Jeep and her. And then she just, every single day, comes up with something stupid to say. And I think mm-hmm. recently her comments were horrifying and basically inciting violence any like trumpian like QAnon believer type of shit that's who i equate gangana to mm-hmm. like she, like she's a psychopath it, and it was
0: uh, disgusting
1: yeah she's gross she's disgusting i think her twitter got suspended maybe it did it. i don't know um, but that's what i've heard So fingers mm-hmm. crossed that it did um but yeah so she's a psycho, crazy bitch to say the least
0: it's I mean it's just it's so saddening and so crazy that so many people that you would assume kind of speak out especially Bollywood actors and you know I'm kind of proud to say that I've officially boycotted Bollywood I'm probably never gonna watch no I'm not gonna say probably I'm never gonna watch a Bollywood film Because I feel like, yes, and in some sense, it's just a tweet, but at least it's something, at least you're using your platform to speak out and say, yes, I have X amount of following in India, and I wanna do what it takes to help the farmers. And it's just saddening and disgusting that a lot of these Bollywood actors take Punjabi culture, specifically, you could do their advantage and then not say anything about the farmers and the farm now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And many of them have been really silent um, and maybe like a, a, just a few have spoken up in the beginning, um, but the majority have been really silent. And when they did speak up, it wasn't for the farmers. It was stupid comments like, you know, Um, India Against Propaganda or something like that, which came after um, Justin, I'm sorry, Rihanna and Greta Thunberg's tweets. So, yeah, Akshay Kumar was the biggest Oh my god. And every other movie had a bug on. Yes. Gay City was the movie and it was just like how dare you, you know?
0: Yeah. And he was in a movie called, Sing is King.
1: mm
0: -hmm. And I'm like, it's just, I don't know. And I think India's fascination and obsession with Bollywood, um, and even in Punjab, like they, one of the districts voted, um, what's his name, Sunny Deol, as like their member, one of their members Mm -hmm. of representative Congress, and he, didn't, he doesn't even live in Punjab and never even set foot in Punjab during the protest or anything like that. And I don't know if you saw the video on SICK Expo, but Bobby the old, I don't know who he is, but they were setting up production to make, um, to shoot his yeah. movie. And Indian farmers were like, no, you don't get to shoot here. Which is rightfully so, because how, how what in your right mind and what did your PR say? Like, yeah, go shoot a movie and not, you know, support the farmers.
1: Yeah, I just don't yeah. understand
0: how that, like, connects or even makes sense.
1: Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Bobby Deal is basically Sunny's brother. Um, mm. I don't know if you can put the two and two together, but
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs>
1: that's
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe it's like his son or like no. some sort of re- relative because nepotism is like so big in Bollywood, but... Mm -hmm. um moving more to like a darker um period in the farmers protest so I definitely want to highlight some of the um I think highlights kind of a bad word but kind of bring attention to the human rights violations that Modi and his party and India has enacted on the farmers so one of the first ones one of the huge ones is cutting down the internet Mm -hmm. in India and it's I mean we've seen it before right he did that in Kashmir too like Mm -hmm. more than two years ago so it's not past him to do something like that but it's just how would someone in power think that's a good idea and like continue to do that you know it's not like it's only gonna be in India everyone's gonna know that power was shut off and everybody knows now
1: yeah, and if you think about it, like, why Why do you feel the need to do that? Why do you feel the need to cut off communication between protesters and the entire world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and they're trying to paint, like, these poor farmers or Kassan as, like, terrorists. But, you know, it just takes, you just have to think about it and realize, like, why? Obviously, there's something shady that they're planning to do while they have um, this blackout going on. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm,
1: Mhm.
0: Mhm. Yep. Yep. And uh, so another thing is some might not know, but um, a strong Dalit labor activist named Nodeep Kaur, she was essentially kidnapped from her tent in Haryana. And she was um, uh, protesting as well with the Kassans. And she is actually currently held without bail. And she's been assaulted, sexually assaulted as well, and tortured. And her family is not being allowed to see her. And so her sister um, gave her an interview. And she was targeted by Haryana police, which is just... Mm-hmm. I just i don't even have the words for it it's just so upsetting all for speaking out all for speaking out and can you also imagine
1: like that's like one person that we know about right now there's a hundred protesters that are currently missing um and it god knows what kind of conditions they're being kept in Mm -hmm. i mean if if um you know, the Indian police can incite violence openly. Can you imagine what they do when they know no one's watching?
0: Yeah. And let me tell you, my mom and I just watched a report. And it was basically that the the police who took her said that she wrote a letter saying that she has not been like, harmed at all. And (laughs) my mom and I are like, (laughs) obviously like that's not real okay and all you people who think it is like you're completely misinformed she was either obviously tortured or forced to write it or someone else wrote it for her i mean Mm -hmm. you can't be like kidnapped Mm -hmm. from your tent and then say like oh yeah i wasn't i totally was like unharmed
1: yeah yeah you just can't and also like I mean, my family is pretty close to the incidents that happened in 1984. And, like, listening to the stories of those times, best believe this police is not, like, the Indian police is not gonna, like, leave an opportunity to torture.
0: They're not.
1: So, yeah, I don't think that anyone with a reasonable mind, an informed mind, can just come to a conclusion that that Mm -hmm. note that she was probably forced to Mm -hmm. write if she did, if Mm -hmm. she did, um, is legitimate. Yep, yep. Um,
0: And another violation is that they started cutting off, or they, as in the state police, started cutting off water and food supplies for the farmers. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're building um, barricades and stuff and cutting off um, supply to fresh water and aims to um, starve the protesters and Mm -hmm. um, farmers. And Mm -hmm. just, like, think about it for a second. Like, if you don't have water, you know, and then if you think about hygiene, and we're in the middle of a pandemic, like, let's just take a moment to realize that we're in the middle Mm -hmm. of a pandemic and you're going to shut down access to clean water and food. Can you imagine the type of like um, bacteria that can be formed in those conditions? Yeah. You know, and even think about like toiletries, like how do you think that they're going to be able to manage without those essential things?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: this isn't gonna be enough to like make them leave it's not yeah you, you know quote me on that but <laughs> it's just inhumane to think that that's okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and i saw this tweet from um, the united nations saying basically calling calling out um the Indian government for doing what they've done but I wish it was kind of something more like the United Nations is kind of like the government for the entire world and just tweeting like hey what you're doing is wrong that's that's not going to change anything even after the tweet like there's still you know um uh what is it called damn it Uh, you know state policemen attacking farmers there's like Little Hindu goons. I mean, that's what they call themselves. Literally saying, like, yeah, we want to attack these farmers, and the
1: state police is allowing like these goons or these mobs to enter peaceful protests to further incite violence. And like, this is also very similar to the 1984 days. But the, I mean, they have badgeless police officers also going in kidnapping. Um, inciting violence as well, you know, and they're not real police officers, they're, like, Mm badgeless, but they're there to be the bad apples that, you know, spur up violence and make this whole thing a different, like, headline instead of taking away attention from the main thing, you know, the main issue at hand, so. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep, that's, like, that's the same thing that they did with the Black Lives Matter protest, so even with the Mainstream media, they focus on, oh, yeah, there's like looters, you know, they're attacking, you know, target stores or whatever, instead of focusing on what the actual issue is like. Try to realize why people are protesting. Why is there a Black Lives Matter movement? And that's the same exact thing that's happening in India right now. So instead of focusing on, hey, what are these three laws? Why are these from farmers protesting? They're focusing on, yeah, like the farmers' protest, like it's super violent because of this, this, and this. Like farmers are attacking policemen, they're attacking these, you know, members of the Delhi mm-hmm. neighborhood, et cetera, mm-hmm. instead of really focusing on the attention. And that's how brainwashed India is. India is extremely yeah. brainwashed. I mean, Ambani and Dani, the major players in, these laws, whether or not people want to believe it, I 100% guarantee you they're behind these laws and they probably they're, Moti is in their hands because they actually funded his campaign. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to, you can quote me on this. I will, I'm sure there's like a paper trail or some sort of evidence to link them together and kind of, you know, force his way, force their way into like all they wanna do is get richer. I mean, that's it.
1: Okay, to further elaborate on your point, um, talking about, uh, I know you briefly mentioned the Abani and Donnie, however the fuck
0: you say that. They're two people. <laughs> they're two people, they're two brothers, aren't they? I think. No, um, I, I thought they were brothers, but I was like, mom, they don't have the same last name. So I think it's two separate people. Oh, yeah. okay, well, But whatever. it's
1: not important. It's not important. Um, I know, like, one of them, like, their net worth is around, like, $76 And it's just, like, can you just calm down and stay in your lane and try not to, like... They have so much. They have monopoly over, like, so many different industries. Like, when it comes to, like, you know, they introduced 4G into India. They have monopoly over textiles and, like, God knows what else. Um, But basically... I don't you know it's econ 101 to know that if you give that much power to one person or two in this case two idiots not idiots they must be smart if they got this far just corrupt as shit um but you know it's just it's not gonna it's not for the betterment of the economy of India you're Mm -hmm. just you're just making the richer more rich
0: rich yep yep and that's it Uh, like he, andani I think he's worth a little bit more than Ambani, or the other way around, I don't know, but um, he wants to eventually become number one, like the richest person on earth, and he actually bought a, a, a plant, or not a plant, but like uh, a part of um, some land in India, and this is part of his entire scheme, so he's part of that private buyer's private sector so what he wants to do is when there's an abundance of a certain product so let's say there's abundance of wheat he wants to take all that wheat he's going to put it in this large container right and hold it and so when it's not wheat season and wheat is extremely scarce he's going to take little little parts like this much put in a bag and sell it for a fat-ass market Mm -hmm. that's what he wants to do and farmers didn't realize it until after the laws were passed that that's what his entire scheme is that's how he's going to make all the money and Modi let him do this he literally gave away his country
1: Mm -hmm. yeah like most of India if not all is run by um those two individuals and it's a really scary thought it really is
0: Yeah. And that's not
1: how you better an economy. Like you just don't. Like that's called monopoly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yes. So it this doesn't benefit. Like if you're, you know, one to argue that, oh yeah, this is good for the economy. No, it's not. It's not good for the farmers. It's not good for the economy. Who it's good for is for that top one percent of India. And they're the ones that are gonna make money off of this.
0: Yeah. Everyone else can just. Not like basically, pay. just stay poor. Like they just want the yeah. poor to stay poor, and the rest to get venture. And bringing up the economy part. So Modi, after a while being pretty quiet during the protest what he he came out and said that the reason why we want to do this is kind of advance India because it's such a large agricultural country that they want to eventually, you know, have more companies come in, um, bring in more technology and kind of um advance a little bit more. So he, in his mind what his words was these laws are kind of to force some farmers to go into different industries to you know work in various sectors within the government private sector etc but he probably just said that just to you know save face but the underlying reason is because he probably wants to have a monopoly and not have any part in you know regulation because Everything is every a lot of India's already controlled by Ambani and Dani from like cell towers. He founded or he's owned Mm -hmm. Geo, whatever the fuck that is. Mm -hmm. Uh, SIM cards, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And like you said, like textile industry. So Mm -hmm. even entertainment. Even entertainment.
1: Why are we surprised that Bollywood isn't speaking
0: up? So, so let's now focus on some of the takeaways of our discussion. Now, since a lot of us are living in the U.S. now, I wanna shed some light onto how the coverage is being handled in the U.S. media and why is there so little coverage on it?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's really, honestly, annoying to see. It makes me feel angry as well, that it's not being covered as um, extensively as you see some of the other protests being covered. Um, And I don't wanna take away from any other movement, right? Like I'm all for Black Lives Matter. I'm all for all the movements that are occurring um, across the world. But like, now I don't know about you, but I watch a lot of like, news outlets slash, like, daily shows, and so, like, I know, like, I basically watch them every day, um, and so, and I see that they're able to cover most other protests, like, you know, the one that was happening in Brazil, uh, the one that was happening in Russia,
0: Mm -hmm. um, Poland, and
1: Poland, too, and although, like, yes, I get it, by you mentioning it, it's not, it's, it's not like a solution, but it's spreading awareness. And when you can talk about worldwide protests happening in these countries, why can you not do the same for these farmers? Yes. You know, and what really upset me, and I think I sent you this when um, I was watching a Trevor Noah um, show and his um, headline was record breaking news coming from India. And so I got excited, I was like, yes, if someone's gonna talk about it, it's gonna be Trevor Noah, right? But as I watched this and it's like, yeah, you know, record breaking news coming from India, India comes up with the largest diamond or the largest gold. I can't remember which one it was, but it was like, and this was when like the former, the, um, the protests were at their peak, right? And like, it was like towards the, I think end of December, or maybe even earlier, but there was still, like, a lot of, yeah, there was still, like, a lot of talk about it, and there, you had, like, some people talking about it, some, like, news organizations and some not, but it was just, like, if you can find a fucking diamond to be a record-breaking news to you, a million people protesting should not be, you know? like how do you miss that and how do you think that that's okay for you to like focus on this other stupid thing <laughs> and not like the more meaningful protest it's just i don't know i was angry i was so angry i even wrote to them like, yeah. not okay.
0: <laughs> um another kind of piggybacking off of you um i follow this news outlet it's called now this i know a lot of you have probably heard of it Mm -hmm. but what they Mm -hmm. did around that same time um when you um you know dm'd um trevor noah um they posted this video on like all the things that happened in 2020 and they completely disregarded any mention of the farmers protest and like it was just so upsetting because they're um i would not want to say like completely liberal but they're a little bit more liberal than let's say i mean they're way more liberal than obviously fox news so they mm-hmm. cover news a lot of news from around the world news that you probably never haven't even heard of even within the u.s and they like even in the comment section i was like what the fuck like you're really gonna disregard the biggest protest and one of the most peaceful protests in history and you're going to focus on something that's like, you know, like India's diamond or something. And yeah. kind of um, what you said earlier about the so little coverage. So during the Black Lives Matter movement and the peak of it, so in the summer in Queens, New York, obviously there was a um, uh, uh, protest there too. And the New York Times uh, followed the news or not follow the protest. And they saw that six were uh, created little um little takeaway plates for protesters so they had water food any type of resources and the new york times reported all that and i was like wow oh, this is so amazing like they're shedding light on you know the seva which is volunteer work mm-hmm. that six too mm-hmm. but when they came to the farmers protest i mean in the beginning they were completely silent completely silent like i follow them on instagram looked every single day to see if they had anything and one of the first ones, it was just so upsetting because, as I mentioned earlier, they painted Modi as such a victim of these protests, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What?" Like, I trust like yeah. New York Times for getting my news, and the fact that yeah. there's yeah. not they're completely disregarding what the laws are, why protesters are, are protesting, and it was just so sad, and you know, recently, a lot of California's uh, representatives, you know, um, officials mm-hmm. started speaking out. So, David Valadeo, he's a rep in one of the San Joaquin Valley, basically, mm-hmm. like, all of Central Valley, he's one of the reps. So, he, you know, did a video supporting the sons and Jerry Dwyer, he's the mayor of Fresno. He also did a video, too, but like it's great that they did it, but there's no way that they didn't know about the protest now. Like did they just find out last week, two weeks ago? I mean the protest is going on since September. You know, and yeah, it's like yeah. it's great that you know they're speaking out and whatever, but it's still kind of saddening that they did it so late. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And Yeah. That's that's the thing, man. It's just like and is it like are they just now speaking up because i know like last week or the week before that there was like an uptake in the violence going on in india too you know with all the bad actors or the bachelor's um mm-hmm. police officers mm-hmm. trying to cause or incite violence so it's just like oh are you just now saying like, oh shit this may get ugly so let me just say something now yeah, like right what what took you so long?
0: Why do things need to get ugly for you to notice? Yep. Yeah. And like the, you know, the California protests for, um, you know, what's going on in India have been going on since like October. You know, San Francisco, here in Fresno, mm-hmm. Merced, Bakersfield, mm-hmm. Cuba City. I mean, all of these towns have a huge Indian, specifically like Punjabi Sikh population and Mm -hmm. i mean california is a huge farming state anyway so i understand why you know uh, different representatives Mm -hmm. spoke out but i mean these peaceful protests even in california have been happening for months and Mm -hmm. i mean it it took them until you know a few months later just to speak out i mean it is great i you kind of have to take them. there's nothing else you can really do but yeah it is great that they're coming in for support but i wish that It came a little bit earlier so I feel like a lot more people could have gotten involved and you know found ways to really help support the cause
1: yeah and 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 it matters and I know that we're here in the U.S. not in India so you know someone might argue that why does it matter what we say here in the U.S. you know that's happening in a different country so it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter But your voice matters. India cares about its international reputation. You know, they care a lot. lot. And so, I mean, it only took one tweet from Rihanna to wake up Bollywood. You know, it only took like one tweet from Greta Thunberg to wake up Bollywood. And for all of these crazy people to start like, you know, taking to the streets and burning their pictures. That's like a whole different story. But it, it does a lot. It starts a conversation and it educates people like it educates other Americans and it becomes a more widespread um, topic and an yeah. issue.